calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Everyone, welcome to Four Top Threes. Hello. I'm V. Hello. Hi V. Hello. Hi V. With us we have Kessie. Hi. And Neil. Hi. And we have Ethel. Hello. We're trying this new thing where we actually have an introduction. Also, um, that was not so Four Top Threes. <laughs> yeah, not alphabetical. Well, I I can't do everything at once. I, I can only vaguely master intros, um, which clearly I'm nailing it today. Is this mastering um, intros? <laughs> yes, this is Mrs. Mastery of Intros 101. Um, we are going to be talking about our top three favourite gifts received. And yeah, that's basically what, that's what this show is. Four friends hanging out, talking about random shit. Um, <laughs> it's a good excuse for us to hang out and talk to each other. So Ugh, there talking. we go. Ugh. Life is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we talked about it. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> v, you are a so, gift. Thank no. you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, thank you, Kessie. You're, You're definitely on too. my honorable mentions. <laughs> oh, oh. No, I, no, I turned into butter. I'm just melted over here. <laughs> All right, then let's start. Let's start this because he's clearly shaking his head at me already. Ethel, okay. let's start with your top favorite gift received. <sighs> All right. First of all, uh, before I tell my even a single gift, I just want to start by saying how much of a minefield this is because me and V are in a relationship, and I have been told. All right, Ethel, what are your three favorite <laughs> gifts? <laughs> I, <laughs> genuinely. Like I've Wait. been thinking about it, and I'm I'm happy with my lineup, and I'm happy with my list. But I just want to make make that point. <laughs> Wait, are you? Are, did you feel the pressure to put something that I gave you on the list? Uh, maybe. No, <laughs> I did not feel the pressure. I felt the need. Okay. All right. Because uh, I well, pff, I won't spoil it for you. Let's uh, let's do your top three. All right, V. Oh um, no, Red Panda. Uh, so. 
to start with, I am unfortunately, unfortunately, I do not have a revolutionary gift on my list. What? Uh, some people have these stories where they say like, oh yeah, when I was eight, my mother gave me a telescope and I always knew that I loved the stars. And since then, I've always looked upon the stars differently. Or people say like, oh yeah, my dad had like a Commodore 24 and I learned to program on that. And that's my job now. It's like so many people have stories like that and I get very, very jealous because I think those are really cool stories. Uh, and I do not have a story like that. So my list is going to be very stupid. And oh, it's going to start... say he got an ukulele when he was uh, like three years old? <laughs> so my... A triangle. I've, I've had instruments bought for me. Funny enough, I did like... I didn't think of any of them until now. And so now I'm considering, hmm, should I do that cheesy thing? Or should I just keep what I've got? See what I've got. It's going to rummage through that cable saw that you had behind you earlier. All my precious gifts. Each one of you is a small treasure. Oh, this precious. episode is going exactly the way I hoped it would. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Uh, so my third uh, favorite gift is genuinely a PlayStation 2 I got for Christmas, maybe 2000 and I don't know, like three, four, five, somewhere around that. It was a relatively new console at the time. I had never owned a console before that. I'd only borrowed consoles from family and friends. And, but I was a, like, I was a huge nerd. Just, I was born a huge nerd. I've always been very stocky. I've always been very, like, unathletic. I didn't like running around. I didn't like doing shit. I liked doing things indoors. I liked colorings. I liked uh, Legos and Playmo and shit like that. And thusly, I always got attracted to computers and computer games. And the PlayStation 2 that I got uh, genuinely started me down a trend of RPGs and shit like that. And I highly enjoy those. And it sits in my brain as, like when I started thinking back, like, oh, what are significant gifts that I've received? It was one of those, like, it kept passing through my head. And it's like, okay, okay, I take the hint. It is on the list, but I'm putting you low because you're so dumb. You're so fucking dumb. I don't own it. I sold it for like the equivalent of like $30 American. Like I never had any attachment to it. It was just something I owned. But it changed your life. And yeah. Do you remember who gave it to you? Mom and dad. They gave it to Aww. me along with uh, the game Destiny Warriors 2, which is an awful game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think the name the game's called Oni or something like that. It's like a weird, like, fight him. Oni Baloney. No. Uh, it was uh, like a weird fighting game, but I got myself Final Fantasy IX from the computer store here in Iceland. And uh, that very much validated the existence of that computer <laughs> or that console. <laughs> I know you were calling out like, oh, like I got a Commodore 64 and I learned that was my first console. It was, I had, I had the tape deck that you had to put the tapes in and it would play the computer program. And that's, that's how I, that's, that was my first console. It wasn't a gift. My dad was like, I've got no else to store it. I'm putting it in your room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why did your dad have a Commodore 64 or whatever? No idea. I, I don't know. Uh, he was massively into programming stuff, so... Oh, yeah. Back in today. <laughs> as, as we learned through uh, stories, which we will not go into yeah, now. Yeah, stories which I will not share on this podcast. <laughs> Aww. 
So that started your your gaming obsession. No, no, my gaming obsession started way before that because, like I said, I am an incredibly (laughs) unathletic person. I don't like physical activities. No, that's not true. But as a kid, I really hated it. And so when my friends had computers, I'd just go over to their place and play computer games at their place. We never hung out at my place because we didn't have any consoles or video computers or anything like that. We didn't even have a lot of like tapes. Like we barely had any VHSs. I I had one weird Christopher Columbus cartoon and the (laughs) Tom and Jerry, the weird one where they go to Tibet at the end of the movie. Like those are the two VHSs and cartoon things that I had in my house. That's it. And I, we had... I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> Record scratch moment. I'm sorry. What about Tom and Jerry going to Tibet? It's Tom and Jerry the movie. It's the original one from like 1996, I think it is, uh, where Tom and Jerry get left behind by the family. And there's like a weird scene where they're like homeless, basically. And then Tom gets attacked by alley cats. And then they get caught by like a, a, a stray dog catcher. And that's where they meet like a rough and tumble, like kind of street dog who's kind of cool. And he has a great song in Icelandic. And then they meet a girl who wants to go to Tibet because that's where her dad is. It is not a Tom and Jerry cartoon. That's the like start and end of it. Like that movie isn't about Tom and Jerry. It's about two characters wearing Tom and Jerry's clothes. I am very confused, but now I understand why they didn't hang out at your house if you didn't have <laughs> if that was the alternative you could offer. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Walked straight into that one, didn't I? <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Wowzers. Yeah. <sighs> Did anyone else get consoles when they were kids? Yeah. No. I'm with Kessie. No consoles on this side. I think the, the, only, the only thing I had was a Game Boy. Just a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the old bricks? <laughs> Not even, was it Advance that had the color on it? Yeah. Yeah, no, Game Boy Color and then Game Boy Advance was the one with a, that, that could, could like go close like a clam. No, that was Game Boy SD or something weird. <laughs> no, Game Boy Advance was the one that was shaped like, um, like, um, I don't even know how controller? to Controller? Yeah, kind of shaped like a controller. Oh, yeah. It had yeah. the screen in the middle. It had a top loader, like <sighs> a very small, thin cartridge. It's very strange. Mm. Uh, yeah, I had a Game Boy Advance. I bought that with my own pocket money because I was going on a school trip and I desperately oh. wanted something to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Kessie, what's on your list of favorite gifts received? So, uh, first of all, I need to say that uh, all the gifts are relatively recent gifts because as as hard as it is to say, I barely remember anything I got in my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Same. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I don't uh, always tell, like, I don't get a lot of gifts because almost no one knows when my birthday is. And uh, I almost never get anything for Christmas either. Um, So uh, one thing I got was, (laughs) this is going to sound very, very, very cheesy. So as some of you know, I have a lychee addiction. I really, really love lychee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they usually go out of season by the time my birthday comes around. <laughs> and at one point, my sis got me a bowl of lychees for my birthday when I was already crying for a week that they had gone out of season. And that made me so happy. 
we've talked about religious addiction before, haven't we? Uh, maybe in the food episode. Uh, yeah. So, so your third favorite present is a bowl of lychees. Yes. A week after they went out of season. And like, uh, I don't remember if it was a week, but they had been out of season, and I was already very, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you addicted to these things? I am addicted, and they go out of season. Like uh, they only in season between December and January. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Small ass window. Damn good fruit. fruit. <laughs> it just, uh, I love it. I'm very addicted. Oh my god! <laughs> so usually I eat like five kilos of them every week when I get them when they are in season. <laughs> Jesus! Blimey! Blimey! Well, <laughs> I'm happy to say I don't have food anywhere on my list, so that makes me feel a little bit better for myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. That was the only gift I got that year. <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> not, not some stiff competition, oh. huh? <laughs> oh. No, it's just because uh, my my ex back then never gave me any gifts, and uh, barely any mm. friends give me any gifts. So, mm. okay. You're too far away, Cassie. <laughs> You're too grabby far hands, away. Grabby hands. <laughs> grabby hands. <laughs> <laughs> Implying that a German Amazon doesn't exist, we can buy it things. <laughs> we just have to step up our game. We do. I mean, we do vaguely know a PO box for you. That's all <laughs> I've got, though. <laughs> well, fruit is a good thing. It's probably the healthiest thing on anybody's list, I think. <laughs> probably. Unless someone got like a stepper or something. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is when my dad bought me a bike and said you were too fat. Uh, that was the best gift ever given. <laughs> oh, that never happened. I know I say bad shit about my dad a lot. That never happened. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. It's good fruit. I'm gonna try this one day. Not that we can really get them in Iceland, yeah. but I'm gonna try this one day. To figure out what the hell this fruit is, I have no idea. It just looks, it looks cool. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> all right, Neil, what about you, my dude? Uh, so I have another video game one. I guess I could do. Um, so when I was a kid, I used to run around in the woods a lot, <laughs> and I played some video games, but like the N sixty four, uh. Like we had one, we had a couple of games for it and, uh, I got into it and we, we got a PS2, but none of those were like gifts, you know? And I got big into the PS2, bigger into the PS2, I guess, than the, the, the N64, um, at the time. And then, uh, when the Xbox 360 came out, I was like, hell yeah, I can be like, you know, <laughs> I can be a <laughs> if I get one of these gamer. early, <laughs> I could be on the the train from the you know from the start too. Um and the first year that those came out, uh they were like really hard to get during the holiday season. So, I guess that was just like what made it like a really cool gift because like one that's also a fucking expensive gift. <laughs> and uh I'm fucking amazed that uh I had gotten it back then, but yeah. Um that was that was a good it was a Christmas gift. So, so you got an Xbox three sixty. Good gift, yes. Um 
And that really brought me inside from outside, I think. <laughs> and I started doing more nerd shit. <laughs> and what's funny is that? then I got really big into N64. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the start of the slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I came inside after a while. <laughs> but, what an uh, ass-backwards slide you went down. <laughs> Oh, I love yeah. trees. Oh, what's this Call of Duty Xbox 360? Oh, you know what? I really like Super Mario <laughs> Bros. 64 or whatever it's called. No, you know what? You know why I kept playing the N64 games is because uh, we would go rent, we would go to Blockbusters and whatever when that was a thing and rent, rent, rent games, but that was so expensive and like oh, I hated mm. having a game for just a short period of time. One thing that kept me like playing new games and experiencing something new and fresh. It might not have been like new as far as like the world, but uh, N64 games were dirt cheap and they sold at Best Buy often for like five or six bucks. And you could get like two, buy two, get the third free. Like, so I just like stocked up on a bunch of N64 games when uh, Best Buy was just about to go out of business. Not you Best Buy. Fuck me. Uh, Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster. I'm about to say yeah. Blockbuster. <laughs> I find it kind of funny that what you did back then, you did out of necessity. You like didn't have a lot of money, so you bought uh, old games that I were going. I was a child. I did not. Yeah, have yeah. Money. <laughs> I have yeah. grown. Like I used to do the exact opposite. I threw away all my fucking money on like triple A new games <laughs> that were coming out. And now that I'm older and I actually have money, I'm like, $10 for a game? You're crazy. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I don't think I've bought a game full price for like six or seven years now. And I like, if a game is more than $10, it is a genuine like, I'm, uh, no, yeah. no, mm-hmm. you're going to have to convince me. You're going to have to convince me. Yeah. You're going to have to be. Yeah. So <laughs> I find it kind of funny, like where I am now. It's like where you were as a kid. It's It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Did your 360 red ring? Um, not uh, surprisingly, I, I, I lucked out and didn't have any issues for a very long time. And you then when I did, they were relatively easy to fix. Um, I sent, I it did end up having to send it off. At which time, I played in 64 and was fine. Um, <laughs> but when it got back, you know, it was it was fine. And I think I, I think I. Oh, actually, I still have it. Holy shit. I thought I left it in Ohio, but I left my new Xbox 360, you know, because they make new ones uh, yeah, yeah. in Ohio when I moved from Ohio. And when we moved here, I actually found that Xbox. So I still have it. And uh, my friend had the special uh, Halo edition. And I just had the uh, mm-hmm. the first like regular white one. And he wanted the white faceplate. And so we traded. So I just have a white Xbox with the green Halo, <laughs> Halo Three. I think what? it was faceplate. Yeah, Halo Three. Yeah. What the frack? <laughs> Weird, but it still exists. And uh, I, I'm mainly keeping it for the hard drive of it because Oblivion is my favorite game of all time. And one day, mm-hmm. if I can hook that up and get my old game saves off of that, I would be extremely happy for, you know, 10 minutes. So I'm holding on to that 10 minutes. 
like when when we had uh, when I had the Xbox 360 when I was living with my ex, uh, the, the three most played games on that Xbox were Oblivion. I'm fucking with you there. That <laughs> so really good. got me That's into like 360 years. games. Years. Uh, yeah, I just I kept playing it, kept going back to it. And then Fallout 3 came out and that then became the top most played thing on that Xbox and the following Xboxes that we had because <laughs> we had Red Rings of Death. Um, yeah. And then also Guitar Hero 2, which I think I was on there suddenly yep. for like weeks on end. Yeah. Um, that was just playing through that shit one after another. Was I was a real hero. goddamn pro. <laughs> I yes, it I was knew that fun. Head it, song. That was the only one I learned how to do on hard. Yep. On I the expert to. mode or whatever. I, I have to because our audience doesn't have the visual element of this. The three of us, Neil, Aether, and V, are all like like laughing and like nodding our head, and Cassie has this stoned face, just like I I I, I want to say that it doesn't even know what an Xbox 360 is. Like there were Xboxes, and there's an Xbox One now. I think where did 360 come from? No, I had friends that had the 360. Okay, like, actually, pen and paper friends. But sometimes oh. they played stuff there, like. When the um, when the party was like discussing stuff for some reason, our DM uh, turned the the thing on and was just playing on it. We're like, um, <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> no. that's the worst thing to do as a DM. <laughs> it was a really weird party. So <laughs> uh. about weird parties, I actually had a friend uh, who took his computer to a birthday party. It was his birthday party um, in somebody else's house. He took his computer so he could raid on WoW in the same party. It was the oh fucking my God. some people. <laughs> I love you, Grant. <laughs> I, I used to, my buddy had an Xbox 360 and you could like connect them or whatever. And yeah. uh, I used to take it over to my buddy's house. So oh. there was like, you know, a little bit of a social thing there because you could like share games and stuff. And we actually, uh, f- funny enough, that's how I listened to music for a very long time is I would rip everyone's yeah. CDs onto my Xbox 360. I would oh just borrow God, everyone's CDs. you could do that. I got Weezer from my buddy. <laughs> 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 I gave him Slipknot and he gave me his Weezer CDs. It was a good time. <laughs> that doesn't feel like a fair exchange. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I had the Slipknots and he had the Weezers. I like Weezer. <laughs> that sounds like a code for something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got them Weezers? <laughs> oh, wow. You could just rip CDs onto it. You have the hard drive. It's Who knows if those Weezer CDs are still on the hard drive. Maybe I'll have a cool hour in 10 minutes, you know, here <laughs> when I boot that hard drive up. <laughs> Reminiscing over the time you traded Slipknot. So, so who gave you the Xbox 360? Who do you have to thank for <laughs> coming from an outdoor to an indoor person? <laughs> uh, that was my parents. How oh dare! Uh, and also Mom and Santa, Dad. I believe. <laughs> you did this to yourselves. <laughs> but yeah, it was. <laughs> they created was this nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's cute. You oh, reap what oh. you sow. Yes. yes. I had one game. Um, I had Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> Eventually, I got Gamefly though, and that's why my Microsoft Gamer score is like thirty thousand. But I don't really play. I don't <laughs> like try to get achievements. I've just played every game under the sun. Y'all remember the Burger King sold Xbox 360 games for a short minute? <laughs> that 
They I had know like, that it's nice. They had I a bumper cars game. A... It was actually fucking good. That game wasn't was the good. game called Sneak King or something yes, like that. In Big yeah, Bumpin, they... and then the other ones. I I like Big Bumpin. Oh, this I is real. This Burger is real. King and yeah. what's it um, called? Sneak what's King. That? Burger King. It's it's like the only reason why I know this thing exists was because there was like a weird black market on a forum I used to hang out on where they were trading these games. Like this one dude had like 10 of them and he was like, oh, I'll charge you 50 bucks per fucking game, you motherfuckers. What? Whoa. What? Nobody had this it. thing is real. <laughs> this is not believable. The what? bumper cars game was good. You could put bots on that and like put a song on and just play that for a long time. It was good. <laughs> you could play like hockey, I think. I can't remember. I certainly know the the thing from the meme. I just googled oh. it. I think I've seen a seen that thing on a meme before. Probably. Now now I'm actually gonna Oh, I'm I'm losing my I can't believe this is real. Oh, Burger King 3 game collection. They did more than one game? Yeah, Big Bumpin' was my favorite one. And I think the only one I had. I think I like wow. saw the other ones and I'm like, wow. there's no way those are as good as this. Wow. This is alright. This is this is un- you can still buy it now. We could buy it for forty four dollars and get it delivered here, Iceland. Well, um unfortunately. Wow. My 360, red ring three times, and the fourth one, I tried to plug it in about a year ago, and the power supply was dead. And I chucked that thing in the trash and never looked back. I don't care. I lost so many save files, so much stuff. I don't (laughs) care. You were more effort than you were worth. Rest in piss. (laughs) Oh, All right. I'm going to take us away from this console gamey area. Um... To talk about my my gift. Um, some of these are profound. Most of them aren't. Um, uh, on my twenty first birthday, my dad brought me a guitar. Actually, that's not true. On my sixth birthday, he also brought me a guitar, but I picked it up twice and strummed it and then put it back down because it was too hard. Um, <laughs> and then when I was, I think it might be my twentieth birthday. 2021 doesn't matter it was so long ago I'm, I'm old um it was more than 10 years ago um he bought it for my birthday and i it was one of the very few things that i brought from britain to iceland um and i had to wait to bring it because i needed to get a hard case for it um but that Aww. guitar is one of my favorite gifts things ever um it was it was during the string of really bad birthdays where I either got shit or nothing. People forgot my birthday. I got bad news. People died. Oh dear. There was just a string of shitty birthdays. And this was one of the bright sparks in the birthdays Aww. for about a six, seven year run. Um, yeah, it was one of my favorite things. It meant that I could actually hang out or had a good reason to hang out with my dad again. Um, so we went and did like um, open mic nights and stuff, even though I could barely strum a note. Um, I taught myself how to play because my dad's very... Well, Aether, you know what my dad's like. My yeah, dad is a yeah. very unique individual and he knows a lot about guitars and how to play. And yes, that was that. just too much. And I just wanted to play some songs that I could maybe sing. So... Um, yeah, and I bought it with me, and I enjoy playing it. And I found someone who plays way better than I do, and puts nope. up with my bollocks. So I'm happy enough with that too. So yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Um, that's one of my favorite gifts. Aww. There we go. You guys used to go like uh, clubbing with the guitars uh, uh, in Iceland. Icelandic, we we call <laughs> oops, it. Oops, oops, oops. We, <laughs> quite like that. In Iceland, we call it to be a troubadour. 
which yeah. I think is a very stolen word, just a vera troupador. Yes, um, very much so. And did you guys genuinely just go from bar to bar and you were just troupadoring it up? Yeah, kind of. So we have um, very much like you you said, televisor, like the open mic nights. Um, yeah, my dad and I used to go do those. Um, he actually surprised me with the first one because I didn't realise that he did a lot of stuff down our local pub and um, he was playing open mic night. I didn't know it was. I came in after one of our drama group um, games at about 10 o'clock at night or something. And he was like, oh, quick here, come over here, have a guitar and sing this song with me. And I'm like, um, okay, I can't play it, but I'll just sing it instead. And that began like a, like a three or four year long tradition um, where we would just play various clubs and bars and whatnot and did little songs and little sets and stuff so yeah we did that for a few years until it got a bit too much and he couldn't like play as well as he used to so yeah yeah his hands are giving out started that yeah he's got like really bad arthritis and he has for many 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 years had arthritis uh, long before i was born um but now he's getting to the point where also age is fucking him over with it so like his hands just don't move as quickly as they used to Mm. So he and I playing guitar together is probably not going to be a thing anymore. Also, you know, COVID, so I can't go out of Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, COVID. (laughs) It was a strangely profound moment when I was hanging out with you and your dad for maybe the second time or something like that. And you you two were playing together and um, you guys were playing something and you were just singing along. And he at one point stops and he's like shaking his hand and he's just feeling a little bit bad. And then he's like, no, no. Uh, ham, you have to do this like this and this and he starts trying to teach you what he's he he does and he had this incredibly unique like like he had whatever you want to call it like he has knowledge that uh is self-taught i think yeah very self-taught so he has a very unique style and he can't express it anymore and it was such a weird moment to think about uh, that this man has knowledge that uh, he can't communicate or give or perform anymore. It was a very strange moment. It was very, like, I can imagine, like, from what Lil I heard, he was probably really, really good. Yeah, I, I remember, like, many, many years of my dad and his best friend Bob playing in our house. Like, they would just play in the living room before they went and played a gig or something on a Saturday night. So I have a lot of memories of guitars being played in my house um, growing up. And it disappeared for a bit when mum was sick and then came back again afterwards. But, yeah, like, I have a lot of fond memories of guitars and them being played around me. And it's just one of my favourite gifts because it really gave me a chance to bond with him again, I guess, um, after shit went really weird with us. And yeah, it was just it's just nice to have and I like being able to pick up a guitar and play something that everybody knows. <laughs> also, I'm not a particularly good guitarist, so it's great when other people sing loud enough to cover my fuck ups. And I, I think that's fine. I am happy that my skill set will not get much more because I don't have the time to put into it to learn to be better. And I'm actually okay with that. So you're a perfectly capable troubadour and it's very fun to listen to you play and sing. <laughs> thank you well that was my that was that was that was one of my top three so um yeah uh i guess over to to atho again oh over to me uh yep all right um i guess it's a gift that i didn't see coming and it kind of struck me in such a weird way and was it friendship (laughs) no friendship (laughs) isn't a gift you earn friendship was it a Uh, relationship Nope, relationships are not was a gift. Was it me? Relationships <laughs> you it earn. 
all of these things you're describing are work. I don't get where these gifts are coming from. Nothing in life Aww. has been given to me. I clawed my way from the womb of my own volition. I work for everything I have. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Neil, for doing the funniest fucking thing just before I had to do my bit. Stop that, Ethel. Ain't topping that. Uh, so- this isn't a joke podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, all right. my uh, my but number two thing one. is when we were in uh, America the first time I met V, and um, I think it's one of the last days. Travis comes running into the room like, "Oh, they got they got here and they got here in time." And uh, so we're part of a podcast that we are part of a audio story that has a horror element to it. And one of the horror elements is a box that is full of teeth and one shriveled up heart. And Travis had had it 3D printed and filled out. Now the teeth are way too big, way, way too big, (laughs) but it doesn't change the fact that you have something in your hand that is straight out of the podcast. And I, I don't know, it it, like, I think it's something that I will carry with me from every house to every house I go to. And when I'm dead, my kids will pick it up and go, what the fuck is this shit? And throw it in the trash. But I care about it. Well, I'm hoping that your kids pick it up and like, where are there two of them? Because <laughs> yes. we, we all got them in that house. Um, and it's, again, one of the very few things I brought with me from Britain is that that exact thing. And it's very unique. So I don't think they ever made any more. So yeah, Kessie's looking around like it doesn't remember where it is. <laughs> My box. Yeah. I th- yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I I think I know where it is roughly. It must be somewhere in that direction. <laughs> on my, on my Points shelf. off cam. <laughs> no, I, it's 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 one of those like weird like. Um, so when I started doing audio podcast, I never thought I'd think would do. I would never make anything out of it. And it was that weird moment. We'd just done a stage play. I'd met friends that I believed would be friends for a very long time. People no, I just, we're not friends. Still not. Uh, no, we're not friends. No. TSA does not have power over me. Um, <laughs> and uh, then he drops this in our lap. And it was the only thing that I took away from America. And it was just such a weird, like, oh, now this is like a linchpin, a cornerstone in my audio podcast uh, history. Like, oh, this was the moment I realized like, oh, this is a huge part of my story now. So that's my story. That's my second thing. No. No. You also left with the gift of friendship from that first trip. Keeps coming back. (laughs) You brought this upon yourself, I thought. (laughs) I'm innocent. You know for doing this. (laughs) (laughs) We might be making it worse. Yes. Yes, Um, Yeah, like uh, uh, like the the um, both the boxes are sitting on that our nerd bookcase, which is like in our computer room where we mostly spend most of our time. Like. Yeah, it's a very important thing, and I think it was really, I think it was really nice of Travis to think of all of us to do that as a test run. Like he could have <laughs> test run one, but he decided to do enough for all of us, and I thought that was really nice of him. Use this as guinea pigs. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right, Cassie, what have you got? Okay, so uh, as I told you before earlier, I <laughs> did not get a lot of gifts in the recent years. But one thing mm -hmm. I always was uh, able to look forward to was um, a Christmas dinner with my ex's uh, family, usually with his uh, mom and dad, because his mom always gave me pullovers. And I love the fact that she did that because I... <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I just loved getting pullovers from her for Christmas. I was always looking forward to it every year. I was like, oh, I'm getting a new pullover this year for Christmas. It was really nice. Aww. I still have those pullovers. It was like, <laughs> um, that's the only thing I miss about our uh, relationship. <laughs> 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 Except in the last year where she didn't give me a pullover, but instead she gave me a really nice soft blanket. And I love that too. Aww. Aww, I still use it. <laughs> It keeps you nice and warm and toasty. Yeah, and I'm still using it right now, even though it's supposed to be like so sometimes 20 degrees and sometimes not. But I will probably use it <laughs> until said... the summer because it's cold here in Germany. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you sent us a video today of it snowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, understandable. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't have very profound Aww. stories, but um, that's, like, one thing I keep telling my sis whenever it, uh, like... I've been broken up with that guy for two years now, but sometimes she still asks, like, oh, do you still miss him? And I'm like, no, I only miss getting pullovers for Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there, there are sometimes positive gains uh, for breaking up, but sometimes you do miss that odd little bit. <laughs> Very random things. Now you've said that, I'm sure that there'll be loads of people wanting to give you pullovers. <laughs> and I'm getting boxes of liches. Yay! <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is just Kessie's secret way of getting all these cheese and pullovers. <laughs> so you could rename this episode to the stuff you want to you always wanted to give us. Here's a list. Yes, you always wanted to give us this shit. I better change my list. <laughs> I don't want more of these things. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, Neil, what have you got? So, it wasn't until like fairly recently, I think through both of our like mid 20s, that m my sister and I like just kind of naturally like started buying each other presents. <laughs> and um, I have a lot of trouble shopping for people. Uh, except that's why sister. I just don't give gifts uh, un unless I really, really know that the person either needs or will yeah. be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, or it's a really like nice surprise or a memento. Mm -hmm. I get that. Like gift buying as an adult is tough. <laughs> nope, it's birthdays and Christmases here, family unit, all that stuff. It's fucking nightmares during Christmas here in Iceland. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, one year for Christmas, uh, one of the. I think the one of the first couple years that my sister and I started like buying gifts for each other. Um her and I had been listening to uh this band on and off that like I've found and showed her a song and she started listening to the song and I was like, "Oh, we both like this band now. That's cool." <laughs> uh and she got me concert tickets uh to go see that band and that was really cool. Aww. And we took a trip down to Dallas. It's like three hours for us to drive from where we were into <laughs> into the city to go to a concert. And then we drove back like at night that night instead of staying in Dallas. 
So, you know, those are like long trip days, but it was fun. We, we literally went, they were the opening band. Um, we didn't even stay to watch the closing band, (laughs) (laughs) which is, uh, rude, uh, of me as a musician, but to be fair, I didn't know them. (laughs) I wasn't there for them. Sorry. Um, but we, we left not because I didn't care to see a new band. Uh, I just, it was, we had three hours to drive home. (laughs) So you went, you know, but yeah, that was a good, uh, that was a good, fun, thoughtful gift. The end. (laughs) <laughs> uh so i i don't this is so silly because my brain doesn't remember which one happened which way um my brother bought himself both corn and metallica tickets uh they came to iceland like one year apart or two years apart and he was working both times so he gave both of them to me oh no one of them was like genuinely played on my birthday if i remember oh. correctly Damn. And that was the, and I think I'm re- I'm remembering that that was corn and that was amazing, super fun. Enjoyed the fuck out of it. They used to be one of my favorites. And then you have Metallica, where I was going to meet up with my friends, and <laughs> I never found them. Oh no! And I left before they finished playing. I uh, they were playing a lot of the new shit, and I was just it was the worst. And I don't know which was which, so I don't remember if it was on my birthday that what I left. What year early. was it? Oh Jesus! Like two thousand four, two thousand five, dude. Like years ago, years ago. No, uh, I just remember I enjoyed the corn one really much. Uh, yeah, going to like a mu- uh, like a festival ticket or like a like a uh, like band tickets. That's a that's a fucking solid present. That's it's good. What did uh who did she take you to see? Uh, we went to see me without you. It's all one word. Um, they're kind of like a they're a Christian band, but they kind of just use the themes in their storytelling more than they like you know preach or mm. anything. Which uh yeah, mm. I don't really follow Christian. <laughs> fans of music so like occasionally one slips through but they're they're kind of like a um alternative punk indie kind of folky hipster storyteller band i don't know wolf uh and we saw we saw this band later with another band that we like foxing um we saw them uh after foxing did their first record we went to see them with me without you and uh the venue wasn't as good <laughs> so i don't wasn't as great of an experience but that that first time we saw them oh my god the sound quality was great they did a great job they used a bunch of weird ass instruments he had like a one of the accordion things for the thing i can't remember what song they do all that nonsense on but it's been a while since i've uh followed them they've since broken up and you know do other things now i guess but um, they they were around for years and years, so I can't blame them. Like they've been around for, <laughs> they were around for at least like a decade, probably. Um, touring and doing Blimey. stuff. So they released a record, and uh, we're like, yeah, we're done. But uh, before they broke up, I saw them, and at least one of the times was very good. <laughs> and they played one of the songs I like. 
I have a feeling what I'm going to need to do for each episode is just have a list of things that I can direct people to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you don't want to like to you, here is the Wikipedia entry and where you can buy them. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need to start doing this for all of our episodes, I think, because there are so many cool things we have across here. And Well, from the sounds of it, like, uh, did your sister buy it for any particular occasion or was it just like, I know you want to do this, gift. let's go? That was a Christmas Oh, gift. nice. Yeah. Uh, we will typically do Christmas and then uh, birthdays. The uh, so I've only ever been. I've I was gonna take my dad to see this guy called Richard Digence, who's like this folksy guitar player. Um, and he does like parody songs, not like parodies of songs that we know, just songs that are just funny. He does comedy stuff, and he, he's very smart, very very gifted guitarist. But he thinks lyrics are overrated, so he just makes fun. Um, <laughs> so I was going to take my dad to that, but I was really sick on that event. So I had arranged all this stuff. It was the first time I got my driving license. I had it for like a month, and I'm going to take my dad to this concert, and then I got really sick. That oh, no. I think. Like I have only two concert going experiences. One of them I didn't make it to because I was sick, um, and the other one, my um, for Christmas, my kind of not kind of was girlfriend bought me tickets to the core um, to cause sorry, and we went and watched those. And I'm like, yeah, I know two songs here. This is great. <laughs> oh, I just want to fun. argue with you so much about the like lyrics or whatever don't matter thing because <laughs> because yes. And no, yes, and no, (laughs) and yes. I have have learned I'm a very lyrics-based person with music. I can't can't really do beat music or just music. I can't do too much ambient music. My brain loses control. So (laughs) So I I have a theory about your brain with music. So have you guys ever heard, uh, like, you know, club music where they like build up and they're supposed to be like a drop in the music where like you're building up and you're building up and then the bass drops and you're supposed to lose your fucking mind. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. So I think to me, any music that doesn't have lyrics feels like a never ending build up to a drop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Some people are like that. Oh, no, she gets I, I mad to things if I try like, to play atmospheric music. Yeah, when I was growing up, my favorite <laughs> bands were Radiohead, Muse, and Sigurus, which doesn't sing in a language. But Neil, <laughs> who can't speak Icelandic, is never going to know. So I don't care, all right? Listen. <laughs> but still, <laughs> nonsense music that I can't understand. Great. <laughs> to to pass the nonsense both, music both are true. F- forward, I fucking loved Rammstein. I don't speak a lick of German. Exactly. Exactly. Right? But imagine, imagine from your perspective, if all of a sudden you read an article and it was like, oh, he doesn't actually sing in German. He makes it all up. <laughs> That's what Sigurás is. Yeah. And it's a fucking pain in my ass because it doesn't mean anything <laughs> in yep. any language. Yep. <laughs> I did not know that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there was like one. They he stopped after a while. I can't remember what album it was. I think it was. I'm not going to slaughter this saying of the fucking name in front of people who know Icelandic. Uh, <laughs> I do it all the time. Now. Don't worry my, about it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think that was the last one that they actually like did in a language, and then they started just getting real weird. But occasionally they dip in the language. It's, I can't tell though. Can't tell. It doesn't matter. There are some bands though yep. that are completely opposite that I don't 
really appreciate a lot of <laughs> the instrumentals of, but the the vocals are like very, very good, or the story's very good, and there's really nothing instrumental for me there. So I get both. <laughs> I really get both. So yes and no. <laughs> I argue this, and there's no point in talking about it anymore because we don't do a music podcast. But God damn it. We don't. One day. <laughs> One day. Just cut um, all this out. All right, so I'm not cutting any of this out now. Um, all right, so I'm going to move on to my one. I'm moving. I'm straying away from music um, <laughs> since we had two of those fairly recently. Um, actually, this this kind of harks back to the last time that we were in America. Um, again, for the other podcasts that were on White Vault, and it was actually. The pre-show stuff. Was it pre-show? Yeah, it was pre-show. Um, and we were all getting ready. And I remember some people were getting more nervous than others. And I was totally chill and fine. It's like, this is going to be great. And then Tian, I love you, Tian. Tian turns up and gives us all gifts. And Tian gives oh, no, me a set show. of that dice. Was not the, sorry, that was not the uh, Yeah, the it was pre-show. the live show, yeah. Mm. Um, it was it was before like we got the gifts just before we were going to go on stage, which is where I remember it because that's what suddenly made me very nervous <laughs> before I went on stage. I was fine. I didn't care the fact that like uh, the rest of um, TLD were sitting out the audience and I'd seen my buddies and I was super excited. And you know Casey Whalen, who I'm just forever in awe of, was in the audience. No, no, I was totally fine with that. It was Tian giving me those dice that gave me just like the biggest heart palpitations. Like oh my Aww. god, people are here to see us. Oh holy shit, they know who we are. And I. Love those dice. Um, they mean so much to me. They're like basically the first real fan thing that's physically given to me, and I love them so much. And they are cute. They are kind of like I think they said that they're. I think she said that it was like ice cream or something, but it's pink and see through and black or grayish in color. And I, I fucking love them. Um, and they're what I call my story dice. They don't roll for me. They don't roll for the players. They don't roll in any situation, in any particular bin. They are purely for story. And I love them so much. And they mean so much to me. Like, genuinely just like, oh, someone cares enough to listen to my voice and who I am to know that I I love dice. Aww. So, yeah, that's that's it. And we've spoken a lot more to Tian since then. Yes. And I adore Tian. And, yeah. Gary. And they are just, I love them both. Um, they're such Good people, you're good people. Um, so yeah, just yeah, just unless a set of unlike dice. all your other listeners, <laughs> 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 the quick way to my heart, as we know, is to give me dice. Therefore, <laughs> people will be dying me dice now, right? Um, no, they they really mean a lot to me. So yeah, I guess that's my my next favorite gift. I it's just dice. Out of that exchange, I also got like a bunny plushie uh, from Tien. Yeah. And like it sits on top of the the ledge of my bed, and and it's like its ass is a little bit fatter than the ledge, so occasionally <laughs> it falls on my face when I sleep. <laughs> and because it's a silver bunny, and it looked a lot like my bunny spoon that I had like uh, back then, um, I called it Fork. So she always says. <laughs> so sometimes she just messaged me and is like, "And did you get forked in the face again tonight?" <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so um, when we were working on Bible, I had made a semi-effort to make sure that I don't have an internet presence. I just, I wasn't anybody, so I had no reason to have an internet presence. Uh, 
And I think it was when you all got your gifts that I realized like, oh shit, this is why people have internet <laughs> presents. Because you get bunnies, we get dice, and I don't remember anybody else's gifts uh, like off the top of my head. Uh, but Travis I remember and every- Caitlin got coffee uh, that you yes. cashed in. So I was just kind of looped into that because Jonas, my character on White Wolf, is mm. like a coffee fanatic. And I am personally, I enjoy coffee a lot. And I understand where the idea yes. comes from. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tian and her husband gave me a coffee cup and a coffee. And I was like, like, I like this. I'm very happy about this. But this isn't as personalized as everybody else's mm. gift. I got looped in with the ma- creators. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, ah, I, sh- I shot myself in the foot there. Ah, fudge. However... <laughs> You do love coffee. I do like coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And they, like, I sent a message to Tian when we actually finally got into drinking that coffee because they've been, like, we've been looked after for special occasions. Wait, um, wait, wait. And we finally got into it. Did you get the coffee from someone else? Coffee's the best. No, we got coffee from Tian. We got a coffee and a coffee cup. Yeah, because you you also got, I think you got two coffees. There was this guy, a very tall guy. I was talking to him, like, in the pre-show and, um, not pre-show, in the... Like when we were having that um, meet and greet thingy. Meet and greet, yeah. yeah. was this really tall guy that brought in the coffee. It wasn't he and Gary. It was another guy. What? Yeah. No. I think you got, there were two packages. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah we sac- definitely got two packages yeah, of coffee. You, yeah. you, you sacked them both. And one of them was from, at least one of them was from the, from that very tall <laughs> Native American guy. Or like he said, he, uh, like he, he said, like it was like almost on the border of, to Canada, up north, like in the main direction, not in the main direction, in the, in the direction of Maine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, V. You Either need to way, whoever that was, thank you for both of those coffees. They were amazing. <laughs> whoever yes, sent us coffee, I know Tian is one. <laughs> and mysterious guy. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name or anything. I just, I, I, the coffee was great. <laughs> the coffee was good. Uh, <laughs> Also, yeah. coffee. Coffee is my other favourite gift. Uh, <laughs> coffee is a gift, you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Ethel, this is your, your top gift received slot. As I've been trying to set precedence for, I wait until I do my top one to do my honourable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying my absolute uh-huh. best uh-huh. to do this like this. Uh, I have a bunch of honorable <laughs> mentions. I'm so sorry, and I'm just going to rattle them off. Oh, no. uh, it's the bike okay. my dad made me for my 17th birthday. I appreciate it, and I'm sorry I didn't use it a lot, Dad, and I'm sorry it threw out your back. Uh, oh, it's no. the snow sled <laughs> I got for Christmas when I was like 10. I loved that thing. The thing was amazing. Uh, funnily enough, it's the corn slash Metallica tickets from Sigurdjörn. Thank you so much. I enjoyed Aww. one of those shows a lot. <laughs> Uh, it's, like the, show. <laughs> it's the electric guitar I got randomly at some point and I never really played it like an electric guitar I always played it as an acoustic guitar I'm sorry uh, <laughs> thank you Tian for the cup I appreciate it a lot and uh, the coffee and the thank you Canadian Tian we guy. love you we love you Tian and last honorable mention is all the red panda stuff that V has given me over the year. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're I love welcome. it all. The blanket, the t-shirt. It's all adorable and I love it. Uh, You're welcome. But my number one present uh, by far, and it is the present that my kids are going to find when I'm dead and they're not going to go, what the hell is this? And throw it in the trash. They're going to know exactly what it is because it's always going to be there because I treasure it highly. Um, for my 31st birthday, I think it was planned, uh, 
I had commissioned for me art. Um, and that would be from V. So our first real interaction was on a podcast. And it's an interaction between a f- uh, an old dwarf and a young dwarf. And they're trying to understand each other, trying to guide each other through this like really terrible situation they're having. And V was playing the young dwarf and I was playing the old dwarf. And she had it commissioned by a really, really talented artist, this very scene. And it hangs over our kitchen table or our living room table, whatever you want to call it. It has a specially painted wall behind it to complement the colors of the picture. And I adore that painting. Thank you, Cassie, for that color choice. (laughs) Absolutely saved our asses. (laughs) And I value that painting more than almost anything else in this house. Um, If I genuinely got told either you delete and throw away everything through that painting or you destroy your computer, I would destroy my computer. Like, I care about that painting, that art, a lot. Uh, it's it's very silly, but I appreciate it so much. It means a lot to me. It's also one of the only instances where I straight up lied to Aethel when I got it commissioned and then immediately felt bad an hour later and caved and told him what I was doing. Because oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could just slide under the radar that I was looking for an artist. And he was like, why are you looking for an artist? What's going on here? Tell me everything. I'm like, Travis, looking for an artist. I said I'd help for something he wanted. Okay, I have to tell you the truth. I felt so bad about lying. And I, I adore that picture. It's so good. <laughs> I couldn't lie. I couldn't couldn't maintain that facade. And I was 100% willing to buy that lie. Uh, Like, oh. Uh, I was like, oh, why are you retweeting about the a very believable lie? Why would you fall back on it like that? It was fine. It was a fine lie. And it was genuinely like, I think it's genuinely like three or four minutes after you told the lie, we're walking out of the Sea Life Center. And you're like, hey, so I have to tell you this. I don't like lying. And I was just like, oh, oh, holy shit, what's about to fucking oh, no. happen? We just, like, moved to Iceland. Like, we moved to my home island. Oh, no, what's about to happen just here? just a house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and we'll have a link to the, in the doobly-doo to the art because I absolutely doobly-doo. love it. Uh, the, yeah. the description, the descriptive text. Uh, I should, I guess, we should also be transparent a little bit on that. Is that uh, Travis also half paid for that artwork um, as a gift, and because he wanted to be able to use it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but what we did not okay him is to tell him the story for him to tell that story and out our relationship on the internet. Thank you, Travis. Oh dear. <laughs> That was like genuinely something that we'd kept like not under wraps, but just never talked about. And then just Travis like tagged us in a Twitter post where he announced the art. And we're both like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. What? Okay. <laughs> but I just we bear him no ill will for this. No. <sighs> I, uh, okay. I, I didn't actually see that coming. I'd forgotten. You genuinely I'd didn't see that week. coming? I forgot. <laughs> So when I was thinking earlier today what exactly I'd put on my list, I at one point realized what a minefield you had created for me. And I was so fucking like genuinely relieved that I had your thing as like my number one on the list already. I was like, oh, thank fucking Christ. I don't have to like compromise and change the list to appease some some fictional version of V that's going to get mad about this. 
So yeah, uh, oh. I was very glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blow me! All right, Cassie, what have you got at your top <laughs> spot? Okay, so um, my top number one gift that I got was. And this is going to be a little bit of a deeper dive because I said earlier I wasn't go- I wasn't going to list like older presents because I don't really remember them. But this one isn't really true. This one I got like when I was nine, I think. Um, my mom gave me a book. I think I spoke about this last time already when we spoke about animals. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> my favorite uh, animal uh, back then dolphins, was, right? was the dolphin. Was yeah. huh? dolphin, right? Animals. Yes, dolphins. Yeah, when I when I was uh, very small, and um, my mom gave me the Animorphs books, uh, an Animorph book, episode four, which had uh, the main character named Cassie um, turn into a dolphin, and that um, I think that book series really changed my life because I did in fact learn English because of that. Um, I did in fact learn how because... to turn into a dolphin. Because... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just pretending to be a human at this point. (laughs) uh, But yeah, um, I uh, I I devoured those books uh, until no more books in German came out, and then I I had to buy them in in America in. Because Amazon didn't really exist. Uh, well, it did exist, but they didn't have English books at the time. Or not, like, the selection was very small. So at one point, we went to America, and I, like, I had half my suitcase full of Animorphs books that I bought there <laughs> when I went back. And, uh, yeah, I had to... I did not even speak English at the time, like, barely anything. Um, and so, yeah, I had to read it with a dictionary in my hand the whole time. <laughs> No, not a dictionary. What's it? Doch, yeah, it's a dictionary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Translating thingy. Book. Yeah. I was thinking of an uh. encyclopedia and that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> dictionary is definitely closer. I want to say yeah. phrase book, but that's not right either, really. <laughs> no. We, no, it, it was a dictionary. <laughs> we just called yeah. them word book. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, well, in German. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> we, don't. we don't call them word books, we call them order book. <laughs> we call them Wörterbuch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you call them in your silly made-up language, V? Uh, book. <laughs> uh, word book. Doesn't sound real. No, we call them a dictionary. <laughs> And back then, the dictionaries were actual books. Yeah, mm. Not like now, where you're just like dick.cc, <laughs> dictionary.com, whatever. <laughs> Google Translate. Yeah, you don't just type the word into Google mm. and it eventually tell you what the correct spelling is. Like, no. I no. often ran into words that were not in the book. <laughs> so I did have to Google them. <laughs> oh, blimey. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, that was uh, my greatest gift from my mom. Hmm. And honorable mention for as a gift from my mom was my uh, bamboo tablet that she got me when I moved out uh, to move in with my ex, which has now been replaced, unfortunately, because it uh, died of old age. <laughs> Did you get the thing where the pixel started dying in it? Yeah. No, 
It's the one that that I showed you where it just jumped around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. right, yeah. But, but <laughs> My very first a- tablet I had, the pixels died in the very center, so I would draw a straight line down it, <laughs> and it would just wiggle out because the pixels were dead. <laughs> it dodged out of the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the line was like "fuck this straight thing." <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, uh, back, back when I got it, um, graphic tablets were not yet with a monitor on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you just still the old ones? <laughs> it was like the generation just after Wacom um, made it so you don't need a. Um, battery in your tablet. <laughs> uh, anything else on your honorable mentions list? On mine? Yeah. I do, but I would like to do that later. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> I don't want to take up more time. <laughs> oh, now we can take Aww. up all the time we want. <laughs> now it's completely breaking the uh, thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fair <flow>. enough. <laughs> Neil. Uh, so honorable mentions. <laughs> Wait, are you? How you all doing honorable mentions now? <laughs> I did this before the thing. Ethel broke it. Uh, <laughs> I want honorable mentions before the last thing. Cassie, do you, okay, do fine. Your, <laughs> but you can do your honorable mentions whenever you want. I just want to do mine before the last. <laughs> I've given up on trying to control how you assholes do your lists, so I'm just doing my own thing now. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. Uh, for Christmas one year, sometime between when I was 10 and 15, who the fuck knows, um, I got an electric guitar. Um, I think it came from Sam's Club or Costco. <laughs> Just a, just a, you know, basic out of a box uh, electric guitar, um, and my grandpa had an old uh, Gorilla brand amp from a long time ago. Who knows? Um, at uh, their place in Dallas, so uh, I eventually had an amp. And I did not play it like an acoustic guitar. I played it like an electric guitar because I had a cheap little pedal that made a billion different, probably terrible sounds. I have that pedal <laughs> still somewhere. Um, but yeah, I basically just put, made noise with it. So I can't really <laughs> say the guitar changed my life. I just made a bunch of noise with it. I like it. Um, my buddy Zach got me uh, as I started doing podcasts and D and D. As I got into D and D, got me a sweater for uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, my birthday. I can't remember. Um, Zach's a good buddy of mine who we gift exchange, and he got me a sweater with a beholder on it, and it was super nice. And Aww. I still have it, and I wear it, and it's great. And uh, but my number one spot is also art from V because we do a D and D podcast that you probably hear about, and V got us all the art commissions, and uh, I w- wasn't expecting it, and it was very nice surprise. And um, I don't. It's like when you put a lot of your life energy into something <laughs> for years and years <laughs> at a time. <laughs> And uh, V, you know, commissions uh, art for you. And um, I don't know, it just revitalizes, you know, your excitement for all the, all the, uh, you know, stories you're telling. And 
It was just, it's hard to describe, you know, why I like it. It's, it's, it's great, but it means a lot because, you know, I, I, I care a lot about our show and it, it was very unexpected and very nice. So thank you, V. And it, it tells how much you, how much work you put into it. It really does. And I just really wanted to give you all something cool <laughs> for was. the end of season one and putting up with my shit for seven days straight. <laughs> like, our content was seven and a half days. We have a lot of that content. means that you probably singularly put in there something like <laughs> one month continuous just editing shit. That doesn't even keep playing it or re-editing it or making music for it. <laughs> like, you put so much into it and... I'm glad you enjoyed it, actually. Um, yeah, that I, project I, has been like a cool. very big part of uh, our lives. It has been our lives it's for been years. been literally all of it for years. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, every time I see Rawl or uh, any of my characters in a new way, it's it's very fun and exciting. It's very thoughtful. And uh, the picture is amazing. It's very photorealistic and neat. Hmm. He looks, he looks, he looks cool and mean and. <laughs> <laughs> Each one of those pictures was a month's worth of pocket money. <laughs> ah, holy shit! I commissioned them months in advance. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. It's very thoughtful and it's very great, and I love the pictures, especially Ra. He's so nice. <laughs> Yeah, well, even though he looks scary, <laughs> I got this out. But we have them printed on canvases outside our hallway. So when we leave the computer room, we see all of them up on the wall. Yeah, mine's in, in the uh, the envelope still because I've taken them out like once, and I was like, "Oh shit, I can't ever like <laughs> I can't make fingerprints happen <laughs> on these. I have to get frames for this and all oh, kinds no, of stuff." It's like the comic, and I was comic in the middle of collectors. a move. I was in Dallas, like in the middle of a move, yeah, and I was like, "There's no way I can get frames for this right now. I have like two dollars that. that I have to buy food with, so oh, <laughs> I God, don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna like put. I'm gonna leave these in here, and uh, yeah, they're in my closet, like up on the. <laughs> well don't panic if you lose them or break them I'll just send you the files and reprint them <laughs> <laughs> cool I don't know what to say now I know what I'll say I'll say my top one um, I'll do my honourable mentions because Aethor has started this um, <laughs> how dare how so dare uh, I, I'm actually going to go in timeline on this one um, I have four honourable mentions uh, the first is uh I had a little silver heart with a really tiny red gem, uh, purple gem in it, um, right in the middle. And it was on a silver chain and it was made of pewter, which means that I could actually wear it because I can't wear silver. And that came from my kind of girlfriend, not girlfriend. And it was the first Valentine's present I ever received. And I hate the fact that I can't find it. I hate it. I love that necklace so much. And she means so much to me. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I miss that. So I want to say thank you to that. Zoe, if you ever fucking listen to this, I love you. Um, uh, for my 21st birthday, my aunt-in-law, my, hus- my ex-husband's um, aunt gave me £210 for driving lessons and it was the same she gave every single person of their family, all of her like nephews and nieces and stuff. She gave them exactly the same gift on their 21st birthdays and it really made me feel part of a family which I hadn't really been a part of before in the same way. So that meant a lot to me. Um, so thank you, Alexis. And I'm I'm sorry that I'm driving on the wrong side of the road now. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I completed okay, you don't my, need to wor- 
you don't need to carry swords anymore, so you can drive on the right side of the that's, street. That's no, that's not no. It's the, it's the <laughs> I'm not getting into this. Um, <laughs> when I completed my engineering apprenticeship, I got a kind of personalized Mitsutoyo digital caliper. And it basically had the year that I graduated and it says it has engraved on the front my name, the class number um, that we were in or the year that we graduated. And it also just says, remember, measure twice, cut once. And it's just, I'm saying to be on a caliper, but I think it's perfect. And that really meant a lot to me because I worked really hard in engineering. I was there. There were a lot of things and that meant a lot to me. Um, and then the top of the honourable men- mentionable list because it came the most recently and also the top of the honourable list is um, actually the art that you made for us, Kessie, of Talus and Aww. Sultana and it genuinely almost made me cry and Aww. I love that scene and I love Talus and seeing someone bring that to life just, I didn't expect it <laughs> at all and I was like, oh my god, me, I think I didn't I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and I love it so much. It's up on our wall. I, I mean, just that means so much to me. Um, however, my my top spot, uh, I have to give it to him. Um, I think it might have been the second time I came to Iceland when I was visiting. Um, and Aethor bought these two little stuffed toy things, um, Coney and Brown. If you search Coney and Brown in your gift bar, you'll come up with a bunch of these like bears and bunnies. And the bunny is psychotic like me, and that's perfect. <laughs> and Brown is so <laughs> stoic and manly. <laughs> Just like fucking everything Aetho is. Um, and I love them. And I kept Brown with me when I was back in Britain, and I hugged him so much. And I used to sleep with a pillow that I wrap my arms around. I just I need something to hold on to when I go to sleep. And that pillow got replaced with Brown. And Aww. Brown is so loved and so hugged now um, that he's no longer Brown. He's kind of turning like a really d- dirty, <laughs> filthy colour. And I think I need to take him to the dry cleaners. <laughs> But I also had to sew him back together a little bit because he came overstuffed. So he was way fatter than he should be. So I had to take some of the stuffing out and sew it back up. Um, but I didn't expect um, anything because we weren't exchanging gifts. I mean, I cheated too. I also bought a blanket with me. Um, but right. I, I didn't expect it. And I love that bear so much. And it made me feel not quite so far apart when we were doing long distance. So, um, yeah, that was my bear. You're it's right. Brown. You're right. We both cheated. I got you brown and you got me the blanket. Ah. <laughs> I remember when you gave me brown because you were like, hey, I've, okay, I, d- I did a present too. And you came out looking really sheepish and you had a giant coney and a giant brown. And you were like, I didn't expect them to be so big. Right. <laughs> you thought they were going to be way smaller. <laughs> <laughs> These are really big bears. They're not massively big. I mean, Brown's head is about the size of my head, but like still. But his body is like, like Coney is. <laughs> yeah, the bodies are tiny. Like Coney is so fluffy and so white still, but Brown is so dirty and meshed. <laughs> I love that bear so much. Uh, I will eventually have to stop hugging that bear into submission at night because I'm a grown ass adult. <laughs> No. should probably put the bear, bear up with my bunny that I brought from Britain with me. So, yeah. Um, that, never no, I didn't too expect old for him plushies. And, never. I know, I know. And I shouldn't shame, but I still sometimes like, I have a grown-ass man sleeping in the bed with me. Maybe I shouldn't hug a bear too. <laughs> the fact that I will hold on to this bear with my life. Um, <laughs> I love that bear so much. And 
yeah, I didn't expect it, and it, it got me through some of the more lonely periods back in the UK. So, yeah, there we go. Aww. <sighs> those those were my top favorite gifts uh, received, <laughs> <laughs> other than friendship and the love of everybody on this call. Aethos <laughs> <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> All right, Kessie, you said you had another one that you yeah. wanted to save until the save until the end. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't want to break the flow. No. <laughs> so my my honorable mention is um so <laughs> um I have to say this and Aether will going is going to kill me. Aether, you are a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your is that your honorable mention? It is my honorable mention. Proceed because... with caution. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Um, so because I'm I'm writing this audio drama podcast called Counterbalance, and like I struggled for a long time, for like almost a year, trying to figure out who should be voicing this character, Malachi. Um, I had so many. Um, ideas for that character and um like where i wanted to go and the fact like i was still in process of writing and because i did not have a prospect of who to cast for this and i was never going to find anyone i was getting depressed and i was very very close from throwing away the entire project um and giving up on it and so finding aether was really just a gift for me personally as an artist um so i really want to say thank you for it being the person that you are. You guys are adorable. <laughs> you guys are fucking adorable. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. Thank you for working with me on, on, on Counterbalance, <laughs> letting me be Maliki. I enjoy him a lot, and I look forward to finishing out that story with you. Someday. Someday. Someday soon. We will get you there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more honorable. Okay. This last Christmas, my sister started really early on making everyone things. And so she made, she learned how to, she was learning how to knit and was making everyone things. <laughs> and one day, pretty close to Christmas, <laughs> I get, I got home from work and I like walk in and Danielle's like in the kitchen. She hears me walk in and, uh, I'm like going to my bedroom. I kick off my shoes and Danielle comes in from the, the kitchen holding a big sock and she's got like <laughs> damn near tears in her eyes. Like she's like, try on the sock. <laughs> and it was huge. <laughs> apparently the, uh, a single sock. apparently the code she used for however you knit <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> Oh, no. And she made a giant sock and it spit like all day on it. I felt so bad, but uh, she eventually came up with a hoodie and two socks that were appropriate <laughs> socks. And we, I still, I still have the big one somewhere from the time that she made herself very upset <laughs> by knitting a very big sock. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> so cute. <laughs> She's doing whole big blankets now and stuff. It's great. Oh, that's I can't. adorable. Knitting, knitting is 
mind blowing to me because <laughs> <laughs> I have a simple brain, I guess. But you know, there's something really relaxing that you get into the rhythm when you are knitting. Yeah, right. There's just that's just there's not just in something me. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I look at that and I see either a machine did it or my anxiety is not going to permit me to create something like this. Couldn't. I give up on Sudoku puzzles after four minutes. <laughs> like, if it's not done in four minutes, I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm okay on Sudokus. I can do them on hard, but not extreme. It's just oh. that if I don't do it in four minutes, it's not getting finished. I can't imagine. That's the egg timer you put to one side. <laughs> if you like your eggs boiled in four minutes. I have, give, the app I do gives you a scoreboard and it times you at the top. <laughs> so <laughs> this is actually not me joking. Wow. <laughs> oh, is, wow. This is me giving myself shit for a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Neil loves egg timers because they're always done in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> perfect time to make something i won't even uh, put something in the microwave if it's not ready in four minutes i'm just gonna forget it exists if it's in there for any longer i won't be hungry i'll be dead in four minutes all right marie calendar <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my face hurts. I'm laughing so hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, all right. All so, right. So, I, no, no, no. I guess I have to. I have to because I thought of two ones. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to. <laughs> That's cheating. Time three or six. I, I, <laughs> some honorable mentions, you motherfuckers. It's it's it's. When when I graduated as an electrician for the first time, because there's like three graduations as an electrician uh, I've gone through, uh, my grandfather gave me really, really good measuring tools and I fucking love them and I still have them and they're great and I uh, like it's, I, I love them. Thank you. Thank you, grandpa. And the other one is the dumbass fucking hoodie my sister got me for Christmas like three years ago that has a picture of me with tentacle arms for no reason. And I asked her, why do I have tentacle arms? And she said, I don't know. I just, I, like everybody else had something like some clip art I could add to them so they, so, so that they like knew that was them. But I couldn't find any clip art to represent you. So I gave you tentacle arms. <laughs> I love Bauer so much. So dumb. So She's dumb. She's such a fucking gift. She really is. Sorry. You can tell she's a creative. Oh yeah, she is <laughs> the creative one. She genuinely is creative. We have a poster almost literally the opposite side oh, of yeah. this wall that oh, I'm yeah. looking at now, where Bauer drew um, all of her brothers as superheroes, mm-hmm. and Aethel is Thor. Is Thor? It's fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably mention that. That's a really good <laughs> yeah, you probably should have. Yeah, yeah. She's put a lot of work into no, that. I love, like, that, I love that hoodie. I love that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. <laughs> You're never gonna listen to this. Put it to my shit. Ah, uh. uh, all right. Sorry. Take us out. All right. Okay. All right. We'll take two. Trying to finish the goddamn episode. Um, 
I guess we better figure out who the next um, ringmaster will be. Um, are you actually rolling for this, or you're like, are you just frustrating me? <laughs> because I'm rolling, Neil. Like, I am absolutely rolling. So Ethel is every one. Yes, <laughs> is two. Neil is three, and I'm four. But I'm excluded because I did this week. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, it's Ethel. Um, okay. <laughs> Why? Oh, should I should I use a different method now? You just say uh, the okay, one you uh, want to do uh, the oh. next one. If you're not gonna look at the dice, that's the method. Roll again, roll twenty. Uh, Alright, right. I'll make you me you were talking about balancing. <laughs> this is what this is why we can't have nice things, V. <laughs> Alright. Go uh, into the D- TLD Discord and go to the dice channel and roll there. Uh, I'll, I'll have no, because then <laughs> I'll have V use it's a better Ethel. system next time. I'll have V use a better system next time. I promise. I'll, I'll draw names out of a hat. How about that? I'll, I'll do that. I'll next figure time. something out. Do a make a spinner and then share your screen. <laughs> <laughs> sure i'll figure out how to rig that in my favor no problem <laughs> Aetho. uh Aetho yes. is gonna choose the subject for next time um i think other than that it's probably just goodbye from us and have a good couple of days weeks however far apart we release these two weeks two weeks have a good couple of weeks nailed it <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. When we started the right, show, my hello stop. was so tired. And now, listen, my bye was just <laughs> fucking done. Hey, everyone. It's V here. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I had no idea what to do. I just kind of pulled this idea out of my ass. So that's how we ended up with um, favorite gift, I guess. Um, yeah, that's leave us a review wherever you can that would always be a gift uh letting us know what you think of the show sharing it with friends leaving reviews helps folks like us get discovered so like yeah that would be really awesome for you to gift us oh so good at these segues now um you're about to hear an ad for free action cry which are by some absolutely amazing human beings so please go listen to those uh other than that we'll see you hopefully in a month's time not two weeks as i thought we were maybe gonna do this that's way too much work than we realized um yeah all right folks have a good time bye this has been a blighthouse studio production thank you for listening what happens when you take five podcast aficionados and you throw them into a world of mystery and monsters well you cry about it she's gonna kind of like walk her feet up the wall and try to push her arms out like using her leg strength to like push against the wall to break the chains realizing uh the predicament that he's in he's just gonna take his hands off and slip the chains off and put them back on so he just slams his wrists against the shackles and then using that little bit of pain he phases through them so can i summon like a a hammer (laughs) and break my chains you could like you could summon a hammer and break the chains off the wall I would also like attention. What you've done is you have falcon punched this guy in the jaw, dislocated it, and set your fist and fragments of his jaw into the other one's eyes, literally killing both of them. Roll for guilt. I have no guilt. (laughs) I just wanted to get a 
give everyone a little bit of life. Tendrils just come alive and they stretch out to grab this thing. So it basically, they just snatch it from two legs on each side away from the, I guess you can call them allies, and they just start munching on them. Free Action Cry is the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast, and you can find it on your podcatcher of choice. Come check us out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.